0: and go into projects confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your projects will be as smooth and as successful as possible. So here we are at the end of June, More than two years since the beginning of the pandemic, and we are still very much struggling with lead time issues, labor shortages, but the world and these projects must continue or we will all come to a standstill. Today, I want to talk about a common renovation, gutting your kitchen, and how that can be handled during these situations, what you can do, what you shouldn't do, and more importantly, why you should continue taking on your renovation projects, regardless of all the surrounding issues that are completely out of all of our control. I also want to remind the designers listening that my signature course, Renovation Management for Interior Designers, Is live. This is the revamped version of my original course. After listening to the members inside that course, I went back in, retweaked things, added things that they felt were really important to them, and I couldn't be more proud of the product that is now available. So if you want more information, go to my website, www.daviniedesign.com, and look for the tab at the top that says designers. You'll find all the information that you need about the Renovation Management for Interior Designers course. But let's get started in today's topic. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. As I just said, kitchen renovations are one of the top two or three most common renovations that people take on as either homeowners or or manage as designers for their clients. And this makes sense. We all basically live in our kitchens these days. Gone are the days of having more of having a staff-designed kitchen. And I live in an area with lots of old homes. And you can tell, you walk into a kitchen, it's extremely utilitarian. There's nowhere to sit, maybe an area for a stool or two at an island. But clearly, it was built for a different time in life. And so those are the kitchens predominantly in my area that I see being gutted first and foremost, even before people move into their homes, right? They're looking for spaces where they can expand and bring in some sort of family seating area, comfortable seating in order to make it more of the central hub of the house that more modern kitchens are designed to be. So kitchen renovations in the past pre-pandemic would take maybe 12 to 16 weeks, sort of depending on the complexity of the project. If you were expanding into another room, it might take 16 to 18 weeks. If you were keeping the same footprint, but just rearranging the pieces, adding in different appliances, that could fall more into the 12-week range. And so that was predictable. And as a designer, of course, we want things to be predictable so that when you meet with a client or have a conversation with basically anyone, you can give this information as a good gauge, and be on target, right? And within reason, be correct in that range that you're going to give out. Well, two years ago, a little over two years ago, pandemic hit and all the rules went out the window. But here we are, more than two years into this, and we still can't predict the length of time of almost any renovation project. And trust me, no one is more frustrated by this than designers and contractors and all of the trades. I mean, trust me, it is mind numbing because on our side, we rely on these timetables to being predictable so that we can project when we can start additional projects, right? It makes sense. We want our projects to end and then start new ones. And so when all of that predictability goes out the window The industry suffers because what we'll find is we underpredict a renovation project and start new work earlier than we anticipated, and everything gets strained. The entire system gets strained. So I've had a couple of people lately say, you know what? I have been wanting to do my kitchen renovation, but I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until the world settles down. And of course, that makes sense. I don't know anyone who's not waiting for the world to settle down. The problem is the predictability of that. And that's what I wanted to discuss today. So this one woman and I were having a pretty in-depth conversation. She said, I'm going to start my kitchen next year when the world, like I said, settles down. And I said, "Okay." I thought that would be the case this year just putting it out there for someone to digest, that there is no way standing here today, I can tell you that next year, the world will be settled down and things will go back to what I would consider quote normal times as far as lead times and availabilities. And she was quite sure that we would be there. And trust me, I want her to be right. I want to be dead wrong. But my point to her was, don't wait. There is never a good time to do a renovation project And while there are better times than others, waiting a year, hoping that the world settles down. So, okay, fast forward a year. If the world is not settled down, is she going to put it out another year or beyond? And so in the meantime, while it isn't enjoyable to go through renovation projects right now, and spoiler alert, it just isn't, at least the progress is moving forward. And so a year from now, she would have a fully operational brand new kitchen that she's been dreaming about. And that's what I want to discuss. So let's take this kitchen example and break it down. In a kitchen, for the most part, and yes, I will be brushing with a broad stroke, so please don't email me and tell me I forgot something. But in general, a kitchen renovation includes cabinets, plumbing, electric, appliances, And of course, there's tiles and countertops and all of that. But the really big meaty things are those four categories. Okay. So in the past, and I know I'm going to go back and forth between past and now, cabinetry could be about 12 weeks or less. Um, You can get a custom cabinetry company that's running even shorter. Okay. Fast forward. I've heard of cabinet companies running 30 weeks now. And that's insane. I mean, unprecedented literally unprecedented. So in the past, you would use your cabinetry as sort of your furthest out point and then back your timetable in from there. So of course, you don't need cabinets the first day you start, right? You demo and then you have rough in and all sorts of things. So for instance, in this one kitchen she and I were discussing, she probably had about six to eight weeks worth of work that needed to be done in order to have the cabinetry go in, right? There's drywall. We were actually moving a wall, all sorts of things. So we roughed it in at about, let's say, eight weeks for this example. Okay, so that's two months. So that doesn't seem so outrageous and something that could technically be planned for, Then you move into plumbing. And I'll be honest, I'm going to go out on a limb. I have had less and less problems getting plumbing lately. I've had several bathroom renovation projects. Some things were about four or five weeks out. There was one valve that we had to wait 10 weeks for. But for the most part, they're still figuring out that 3 to 5 week time frame or you can reselect and there is a broad selection of plumbing. So plumbing I would take off the table as far as a hanging up point or a tripping point in your scheduling. You move on to electric. Now of course electric includes outlets and recessed ceiling lights and things like that. Those are all readily available. They weren't at one point but they are now. But electric also goes to decorative fixtures and just to, you know, ruin everyone's day, most of our decorative lighting still is coming from overseas and predominantly China. And so those are haphazard. You can get lucky and find something in stock and if you do, I would say grab it or you can get unlucky. We have been waiting for a pair of lamps for a client in New York for I think it's been almost eight months, and they just moved the date again to the end of July when we were anticipating it to be the end of June. So all bets are off with any lighting that's coming from overseas. So, okay, again, that's something that might be more manageable because you could reselect or find something that's in stock or shorter lead times, but keep in mind my story, uh, we had a shorter lead time that just kept creeping. And so, last but not least, is something that we never really ever had to worry about, and that's the appliances. And why did we not have to worry about it? Well, because most appliances were either in stock or a couple of weeks. By couple, I mean less than six. Now if you were doing a, a European range a cornu or a lacanche those could get into the higher time frames but you would know that in advance you would bank on that and honestly I never had one of those ranges extend past the cabinetry right so they were still in that same ballpark and so you could use that same time frame as your gauge to back into for the construction component but now appliances are Insane. And I am sure I am not telling you something you haven't heard because it's so bad, it's hitting the news. It's hitting the nightly news, which my industry doesn't typically hit the nightly news. But for instance, Sub Zero is a very high end, high quality product. And a refrigerator from Sub Zero, which is a built in unit with a condenser on the top, is running a year. Now, let's sit with that for a minute. One year. Now, that's not a guaranteed one year. They are quoting one year for all of their products. So for instance, I have been working on a custom bar, and we specified the refrigerator freezer drawers that will go under the bar. We ordered them eight months ago, and we were being told November. But we're also being told that's not a guarantee. And that is becoming the norm for sub-zero. Now, you may say, okay, that's way out of my price range because they are very expensive. I am not in the sub-zero world. Great. Guess what? (laughs) All the other competitors are in very similar timelines. Now, of course, there's exceptions to every rule. But as you're getting into those areas, whether it's a specialty color or whether it is a specialty product within another line, like for instance, a steam oven or a built-in coffee station. These things are running ridiculously long lead times. So I had another client who had a Bosch dishwasher, not the top of the line. I would say it was the midpoint of the line, but there was something wrong with it. We couldn't get the top drawer to come out. It looked like something had heavy had been put on top of it at some point before we got it to the house. So I called Ferguson's where we had purchased it from. And I said, listen, this one's damaged. We need a new one. And she said, listen, Renee, I'm happy to process that. We will absolutely get you a new one because it's damaged. But I wanted to let you know it's 16 plus months to receive it. So again, sit with that. 16 plus. And she was very clear when she said the plus to get a replacement dishwasher. So now while I have clients who can live without the fridge and freezer drawers, this client didn't really want to live for 16 plus months without a dishwasher. So I actually had one of my guys fix it. We knew it was a long shot, but we knew it was damaged and it was worth taking that risk. I don't recommend you doing this on your own. I actually was working with a appliance installer. He was very well versed in how appliances are all made and put together and engineered and all sorts. Well, we got really lucky and he was able to fix it. Now, if you put your head inside my client's dishwasher and look up, there's a few little dents. It's not the perfect smooth finish, but my client could have cared less because it's fully operational and she's not waiting 16 plus months to replace this. And these are the types of decisions we're making. Now, what does this have to do with your kitchen? I know you're sitting there thinking, well, Renee, you just made my case for why I shouldn't be demoing my kitchen right now. And yes, of course, you can make that case. But remember what I already said. There doesn't seem to be any light at the end of the tunnel or certainly not bright enough for us to take notice and say, gee, in six months, this is all gonna go away. So my suggestion is actually take this knowledge, factor it in, and move forward with your project. So for instance, if your cabinetry are 30 weeks, then use that as your longest lead item. And I'll tell you in a minute why. So again, if you're going to have 30 weeks to wait for cabinetry and you have eight weeks of pre-construction, right? The demo, the rough-ins, the new construction, if there is some, getting things up, drywall, in preparation for the cabinetry, I can very confidently tell you that you're gonna be able to get the plumbing and likely the electric in that 30 week period. So we still have the appliances to think about. But let me keep on with this cabinetry. I would then back into it. And at 22 weeks, maybe 20 weeks, you start your project. Now, does that seem ridiculous? 100% that I just said, At 20 weeks, you start your demolition for a kitchen project, because again, I am conditioned to thinking a kitchen takes 12 to 16 weeks, maybe 18, but certainly not 20 to 30 weeks ever. But this is what we have in hand and how we are going to have to make our decisions based on this knowledge. So. I know you're thinking, okay, Renee, you just told me a year for some of these appliances. And yes, that is the case. And I have not heard anyone tell me it's going to be shorter for a sub-zero. Now, I have clients who say, forget a sub-zero. I don't care. Let's get something that's a competitive product. And there are competitive products out there. There is a Thermador that is very similar. And again, long lead, but not a year. So, you can go in and make substitutes. You can go in and pick accordingly. And again, since you have 30 weeks to play with, because that's your cabinetry lead time, that gives you time to put the other pieces in place. Now, if you do have clients like I do who say, This is the product I want, this is why I want it, and it happens to be sub zero, and we're waiting for a year, this is what we've been doing. We have not been waiting. Now, in this case, This bar, we moved it along. They have a beverage center with a mini fridge. They're using that instead. They are waiting it out. There is a large opening under the bar that's simply staying open. We've tucked all the wires back. We put in a panel so that it's not visible that obviously we wouldn't have done otherwise, but it's removable and we will take it out and put in these drawers when they arrive. Now, the funny and annoying part is Sub-Zero went ahead and sent us the stainless steel fronts for these drawers. And so I got my hopes up when the delivery guy kept bringing in boxes. I said, oh, my gosh, do you have the unit? And he's like, no, I just have this one box. So I called Ferguson. It's like, oh, why on earth would you send me drawer fronts? that I've got to figure out where to store safely at my clients for the better part of a year. And her advice was, keep them, Renee. You never know if those will get back ordered as well. So yes, we have the drawer fronts and wow, they look wonderful and they are safely tucked away in my client's basement. But there is an open space and it is okay. Everybody knows it's temporary. And as my client said, we're going to use this bar for the next 10 to 20 years. I can wait. And that's where people are coming to. Now in a kitchen, it's a different story. You can't live a year without a refrigerator. So what have we done? we are actually purchasing inexpensive refrigerators and just putting them in the space where the sub zero's will be going. They're not the same color. We try as best we can. We actually have a pretty good scratch and dent store near us and we've been going there to pay as little as we can. My clients are planning to put them in the garage and or their basement after we get the sub zero's installed and it will look like We're waiting for something. And indeed, we are. This point, I don't think it's any big surprise to anyone to walk into a kitchen and see something temporary or a bathroom or any part of the house. Hell, they're selling cars without all of the bells and whistles and not even promising that you can bring it back in and get them at some point. So I do think that, you know, in general, Americans have become more relaxed about being flexible, which probably is a good thing for us in the end. But we're not waiting because the value of having those renovated spaces, albeit with a temporary refrigerator, my clients are finding is more important than pushing off the project, hoping that the world settles down. Because again, we can't tell you, nobody can tell us when that time will be. And from what I learn every year I'm alive is that experiences matter and time is precious. And so I truly believe that if you are planning a renovation, you move forward with it, but you take into account, you're definitely going to have to do more planning. You're definitely going to have to become more creative and start the project knowing that there will be bumps, more bumps than typical along the way. But so long as you know this, your expectations are set properly, given the variables that we have. I think you and or your client, if you're a designer listening, will have the experience they intended, even if there are elements to it that still need to be completed. So, On that note, to designers, keep in mind, like I said in the very beginning, when someone calls me and says, I want to take on a kitchen renovation, in my head, I immediately start adding 12 to 16 weeks to my schedule. Can I handle this? What's coming up? Who have I already promised work to? How does this overlap? Will it work? Okay, those bets are off, like I said. So it is frustrating as a designer to try and make some sort of sense out of my schedule and promise things accordingly so that nobody is feeling overwhelmed, myself nor the client. So there are going to be clients that I know full well. I will get them to 95% completion, and I may not have any communication with them other than updates until that one-year mark comes and we're installing the refrigerator. And yes, that just sounds goofy saying it out loud, but that may be your reality. And so you need to start factoring that into your timetables and your schedules so that when you get that next call, you know, okay, sure, I've got 95% complete. I do have the bandwidth or the manpower or time to take on these other projects, but know that these may last a year or more as the finishing touches come in and are ready to be installed. So it's a crazy, crazy time to be doing this business. And trust me, it's never been easy to do this business. This has just added a whole other level of craziness that can be managed so long as you think it all through and plan with what information you have in hand. And of course, always pad those numbers because things are still shifting and changing. So I want to leave each and every one of you with do the project take on that renovation. You've likely been saving for it for years, dreaming about it for even longer. Now is not necessarily the best time, but I can't tell you when that will be. And I don't want you to delay the experiences you will have with the completed spaces. Because the one thing I can guarantee you is that these spaces do get completed. The appliances do come in. The light fixtures do come in. I just can't say that enough. Now, I can't tell you when they're going to come in, but they do all arrive. And so pandemic be damned, do your kitchen renovation, bring that dream to life, and then tell me all about it. I want to hear your experiences, the highs, the lows, and also how long you waited, because the wait will be longer, but it will be worth it in the end. As always, I can't thank you enough for your time today. And again, designers, my course, Renovation Management for Interior Designers, is live. It is an amazing revamped version of our original course. We listen to the members in there. There's a great group of members that have just joined. I can't encourage you enough to take the time over the summer when Hopefully your life is a little bit slower to learn the skills you need to come into the fall, raring to go, taking on new renovation projects or adding to the renovation projects you already manage with confidence and knowledge that you need to run them successfully. So as always, if this leaves you with more questions and answers, please reach out to me either through DMs or email. I am here for you. I am happy to go over whatever it is going on in your projects and your life. And I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening today and feel free to join me on social media at Devine Design in order to stay up to date on the latest happenings in my construction world. There is more detailed information on my website for my signature courses for both homeowners and designers, as well as other material to help guide you through a successful renovation project. Make sure to follow my podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a tip. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the word. Leave a review and tell your friends who are starting or are mid-project. And thank you again for listening today.